My dear listeners, I hope today is going amazing for you. Join me on my podcast as I share stories of people just like you who made bold decisions in their lives and in turn, they live their dreams. As they say, it's up to you to make it happen. This show is sponsored by BioMental, all natural nutritional supplements for your daily needs. Always stay healthy, strong and focused, and the rest will follow. To learn more, go to biomental.org. Hello everyone, today we're meeting Roy Osing. He is an author, a coach, uh, entrepreneur and a speaker. Hello, Oroy. Hey, thank you for joining us today. Hi, Anna. How are you? Thanks very much for having me. Thank you. So let's start a conversation by diving into your journey of becoming the person you are today. What led you to discover your true passion in life? How did it start for you? Well, I've always been uh, somebody that's been exceedingly action-oriented ever since I was a kid. I got me into trouble with my parents, of course, because I was doing things all the time. And that just sort of stayed with me. And I carried that forward into my education and into business and decided and discovered that a bias for action and doing things and trying things uh, was different. Whereas most people would be studying things, I would be trying and failing and moving the yardsticks forward. And so it's always been a strength of mine. It's always been something that I've relied on and it's made me uh, different than other people who choose to do things a different way. So, you know, for your listeners or viewers, you got to do stuff. You just got to do stuff. I'm thinking about stuff all the time. Pondering about possibilities is interesting. And all that does is assuage the, the intellect, but unfortunately it doesn't move you forward. So you got to do stuff. All right. Yeah, a lot of us, we, um, you know, don't take action in our life. I think it all starts with our responsibility of what we have in life and what we achieved so far. It's our own creation. And once we start taking that responsibility and making a decision of what would we create for us and move forward, what are the actions that we need to take in order to achieve certain goals in life then we will see ourselves you know uh kind of you know open up the opportunities of what's possible but again it will require us to step out of the comfort zone to become uncomfortable in a way i think a lot of people are scared of the unknown and what that requires them to kind of like experience and again with us trying and seeing for ourselves of what we can achieve you know we can really build that confidence and see what is possible don't you think yeah i mean playing it safe is is more risky than not playing it safe okay like if you try and play it safe it means you can't open yourself up to possibilities you just can't do it Look, at my mantra is be different or be dead. I've had that brand since I was, you know, a little kid. I'm always looking for ways to stand out and be different and achieve things in different ways. And that's highly risky, some people would say. On the other hand, 
I never discovered that it was risky because as long as I was able to do things differently in a way people cared about, I was on the side of the angels. It worked and people would notice it. People would say, wow, that's kind of interesting. What are you doing? They'd pay attention. They'd help me. They'd support me. Look at being in the herd and doing the doing things the way everybody else does them is not a very pleasant place to be. Unless, of course, you're okay with being part of the herd, uh, which I never was. And so my drive, uh, which is consistent with, with execution and doing things, was always to get outside of the herd and look inside and figure out a way to do different things than those people. And it was a major, it's a major thing for me and a major kind of like drive of being able to achieve things. You can achieve unbelievable things if you really figure out how to do things differently in a way people care about. But being in the herd and being comfortable with that is, is no way to open up the world of possibilities because you're right. You have to do that if you want to achieve. Now, there's a lot of people that are uncomfortable with that, and that's okay too. They just have to pick and choose their own lifestyle and their own journey. For me, it was never a possibility. It was always figure out something new to do, try it in a way that nobody else has figured it out, and just enjoy the ride. And along the way, you got to figure out how to tolerate and suffer pain. I discovered a long time ago that pain is a strategic concept. Okay. <laughs> if you can't, if you can't tolerate pain in a be different world, you'll never make any progress. And I think there's a lot of um, people don't like that. And I get it. I get why people wouldn't like pain. But the reality is when you're pushing new things, uh, there's always going to pe be people around that want to sabotage what you're doing, non-supporters, etc. So if you don't have the relentless ability to move forward, you know, in the face of obstacles, then you won't make any progress. It's as simple as that. Right. And also we have to believe in our ability to really achieve that in our lives. Sometimes we think of ourselves as not capable of doing anything. Uh, you know, anything that would require thinking outside of the box and making things different, like you said. And also, we are always thinking about how are we being accepted in the society by other people's opinions of us. And that stops us from making any type of action at all, you know. And in the end, who are we hurting? Only ourselves. We put in the limit of what we can do only because we are thinking of how we are being viewed or accepted, you know? But like you said, if we just being focused on what we want, and again, there are people, you can't please everybody. There are people who are gonna be, you know, against from for you know what you're doing in life, but those who support you, those are the ones you should really, really listen to. Or if you don't have anybody to support you, you have to support yourself. You have to be resilient and moving forward with that belief in what you can do and seeing for yourself that it's possible and not really uh, allowing yourself to be distracted with what is it out there right now. Is it social media or, you know, people could say something to you. So you have to become really immune to what is it out there and be focused on what you want in life. Don't you agree? Yeah, well, there's there's a couple of points in there. I mean, first of all, people don't like stepping out because they've been taught not to step out. Now, there's a huge piece of my work around uh, put the textbook down. We are so driven by what we've learned in school 
and what we've been taught in school. We've been taught to conform. There's a set of rules. Here's a formula. Use the formula. Here's a way we approach a problem. Don't do it any differently, because if you do it differently, you're going to get a C. So we're taught to comply by school. Okay, and I'm tough on education, and I'm not saying it's not important to have an education. It is, but it's not enough. It's not enough to make a difference, okay, in, in achieving your eventual end goal. You have to put the textbook down and learn new things. And I'm the guy that, that plays in the new things, right? So, but, but if you don't do that, if you want to continue to comply, unfortunately, as I said earlier, it's herd behavior. And herd behavior will not allow you uh, if you look back on your life to say, why didn't I, I do some remarkable things? It's because you're part of a herd. And so you got to really figure out if you're not in your discomfort zone, you're not going to get there. I mean, it's a, it's a terrible, terribly uncomfortable thing to be in, in your discomfort zone, but you have, to, you have to force yourself in there. And once you make a couple of wins, once you make a couple of strides forward, um, You'll, you'll just realize how, how wonderful and rewarding that is. Now, to your other point about what others view you of, um, look at sooner or later, you got to shed the shackles of what other people think. Okay, they're operating from their own perspective. They're totally narcissistic. They don't want you to sur survive and you to be successful. And, and I know those are hard words, but that's the way humans basically are. Whether they tell you that or not is irrelevant. The reality is, they will try and figure out a way to put themselves first, to put themselves forward. And you mentioned the social media. I mean, what a wonderful example of extreme narcissism at play every day. Every time you open up your Instagram, what do you see? You see people saying, hey, what about me? And I'm doing this and that and that. And, and the unfortunate thing, Anna, is it gives people the impression that, wow, look at all the stuff that they're doing and I'm not. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not that's done on purpose. They're doing that on purpose. So you need to figure out a way to have a goal, have a plan, okay, irrespective of the way uh, what other people think. Now, I'm not talking about doing things that are hurtful to other people. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm not talking about that at all. I'm talking about stepping out, creating a new box, being different in a way that the people around you care about. So if you're not doing this within this context of what people care about, then you're not getting my message. Right. It is not narcissism. It's serving people in a way nobody else does. And it forces you. The only way to do that is it forces you not necessarily to get out of the box, but to create a new box to play in, mm -hmm. right? create a new box to play in and be comfortable in the discomfort and then watch other people. Then watch what other people say. They say, wow, look at Anna. Wow, look at what she's doing there. Nobody's thought of that before. That's pretty cool. And all of a sudden you become the person they covet, mm -hmm. not the other way around. And to me, not that that, it, it, not that that might matter or it might not matter. The thing is to satisfy yourself, be happy with yourself, be comfortable with yourself in terms of what you want to achieve in life. And don't pay attention to the hordes around you that really hope you're going to fail. Yes. And like you said, it's just the reality of things that we have to accept that a lot of times people just putting out their, uh, you know, their success. We don't know what was the behind the scene, how they achieved it. We only see the end result. And we're trying to compare ourselves with what we see. And that 
brings our, ourselves down like in our mind saying that you know i'm in some way incapable of achieving the same thing but we don't have to focus to, on that at all like we have to disconnect from what we see and really know what we want and how is it that we can make it different like you said what is the new approach that i could you know have in my own business how i can create something that never been thought about before maybe uh the way we serve others you know and not being um scared or uncomfortable in being in that discomfort zone but really uh embrace it and show to yourself with the small wins uh that i can and that will fuel up your confidence and you know you know with you moving forward it's just a matter of time because again i think with a certain type of habits that we install in our own daily routine it's just a matter of time of us succeeding because sometimes people look at failure as something that stops them from moving forward but i think it's just like part of the process we just need to kind of like readjust and learn from that uh, attempts that we made and maybe redirect ourselves but eventually we are going to win only if we stay in the game long enough we don't have we don't usually give ourselves enough time to see the result and we give up early well we 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 do give up early and one of the one of the challenges is that people are looking for a formula again going back we've been taught to look for a silver bullet We've been taught to look for that one thing that we could do that will completely change the world and will change us. Well, let me tell you, it doesn't exist. Okay, the one Hail Mary pass doesn't exist in life, nor does it exist in business. And so from a practical point of view, if one wants to move along this, this journey of discovery and, and being different than others and looking back at the herd following you as opposed to looking at the herd in front of you, which by the way, the view never changes <laughs> when you're behind the herd, right? If you wanna do that, my experience is you gotta, you gotta first of all, think about the world as a function of baby steps, okay? You gotta take a baby step out of your comfort zone and try something. I keep saying to people, okay, after we've had this conversation, what I want you to do is for tomorrow, I want you to do one thing differently. Just one thing. I don't want you to do a dozen. Like that's the other thing. We've been taught to put together do uh, uh, to-do lists of 20 mm -hmm. items. No, no, you can't achieve 20 items. So take one baby step tomorrow and experience the discomfort and also experience the exhilaration when you actually complete the baby step then the day after that, you're gonna do two things differently. The day after that, you're gonna do three things differently. And if you keep moving that along, you will suddenly discover that, wow, that, that initial discomfort is still uncomfortable, but it's not as poignant as it was, you know, 36 hours ago. And so, you know, my advice to people is if this journey to be different and to step out and to achieve remarkable things is something that you want, you need to start with baby steps and just be happy with that uh, because because again i mean the polls that 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 the education system okay has has on us are so strong to pull us away from that 
to make us to want to comply, to make us want to conform, they're so strong that you can't break them with a single shot. You have to break them by sort of introducing your own baby step discontinuities into your life, right? And then over time, you'll break them. But you have to be patient. You have to have a high tolerance for pain. I mean, you have to be okay with failure. I mean, if you're not failing, Anna, you're not doing anything. Right. And if that's what you want, fine. But don't tell me that you don't want to suffer pain on the one hand. And on the other hand, that you want to step out and be this remarkable dude. You can't do both. One leads to another. Pain leads to creativity. It leads to all sorts of, of good things for your life. The other doesn't. And so you can't, you can't start deking me out by talking about what you want to be, but you're not prepared to exhibit the behaviors necessary to get there. Uh-uh. Doesn't work that way. Definitely. And uh, to really know that the process will require you to become tolerant to pain and to overcome uh, your own kind of like self-limiting beliefs of what you thought the life was for you or how you've been taught and really accept that as uh, a new reality and emerge to what you can become. It's just really like it takes time and it requires your patience and you need to be you know resilient enough to uh subs you know sustain like in that type of uh new environment for yourself but you're the only cheerleader for you because you can't rely on a support of others unless you really have people who want you to succeed in life which is good it will help but again not everybody has that and if you're gonna only rely on the motivation that is external you know it's not enough it has to be something inside of you that you know because we all have good and bad days it's when you feel really like uh, you know happy and you're ready for new change in life it's easy for you to take those actions but there are days that you don't feel this way but it shouldn't be something that stops you from taking the actions in the end because you already know that this is something i'm committed to and no matter what i'm still gonna do it and i have that internal um desire or motivation that i am the one you know making it for myself i don't need anybody else to tell me what to do i know what's good for me and i think it's a lot of times hard for people to have that and they become victim in terms of, uh, you know, circumstances, event, people, and they always blame of what's happening. And that would be the reason why they're not doing it. Well, that's, that's the victim syndrome. And we got victims all over the place who explain away their, their, their failure by, by uh, saying that they've been victimized. And, and that's just not a world that's, that's healthy. It's not productive. But the other point I want to make is you can be happy and, and still be extremely unproductive relative mm -hmm. to where you eventually want to go. And that's not what I'm talking. I'm talking about setting yourself a goal, okay, to break away from the change of mediocrity, the chains that have held us and bound us through our education system, the chains that prevent businesses from standing out and doing remarkable things for other people. I'm talking, let's break those chains. The only way to break them 
is to break them. Okay, you can't be you can't be looking at what other people are are saying to you. You can't be concerned about their feelings. I'm not talking about trying to hurt them, but mm -hmm. but in terms of whether they agree with you or not, who cares? The issue is you need your goal. You need a framework, you need a context, and you need to be relentlessly moving towards that. And if you expect to be 100% happy along the journey, forget it. It's never going to happen. Okay, this is kind of like one of these altruistic notions. And I don't denigrate the desire to be happy. Okay, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying being happy in what you want to achieve. One of the things I liked about your, um, about your podcast description was talking about goal setting. Okay, people need to do a better job. They need to actually do goal setting, first of all, right, and not be caught up in the, in, this, in the stuff and the momentum and the dynamics going on around them. You need to be focused. If you're not focused, you can't move forward. And being focused means in, in many ways, you're going you're gonna to be relentlessly driven and just you're, you got to shut the stuff out going on around you, man. You just got to live, as my wife would say, you got to live in the present, okay? And you got to calm yourself in the face of all that noise. And if you can do that, you will move forward. If you can't do that, unfortunately, you're going to be jerked around all over the place. And at the end of the day, you're going to say, hmm, I wonder why I was not able to move forward in terms of, of this goal to be to be, to be self-satisfying in a way that serves other people. And the reason for that is you're not focused. And so, I mean, I say you, you need to have a plan for yourself, a life plan, a career plan, or whatever. You mentioned people before. You also need to go look for mentors, okay? Mm -hmm. One of the things that really worked for me is I looked for mentors, not with MBAs in the traditional sense. I looked for a mentor that was consistent with my ideologies, okay? Consistent with achieving, standing out, being driven, love and pain, doing all that stuff. Those are the people, not the people with 16 degrees behind their names. Who cares about that? I want somebody that's aligned with my heart. That's the kind of mentor I want. You need to find those people because you will get the support you want, but you need to go find them. And once you find them, you go, wow, I got a soulmate now. I have a soulmate. The rest of them aren't soulmates. Oh, I get goosebumps when I think about it. I tell you. <laughs> That's true, though. And you find one of those, you never let them go, and they will stay with you through your whole life. And, and for me, it was a really important part of, of my career. And as part of my life is to have those people, and the rest of them doesn't matter. Yes, definitely. And to find the mentor that aligns with your values and goals, and the person who really knows what you want and he sees the process of you going to where you want to be and usually it's the person that having what you want in life and they can really like explain you the steps that require to get there and what is the mindset that you should have in order to get where you want to be and like you said align with the values and Really being a soulmate, it's very rare nowadays to find those people. And once we do, we have to appreciate them having in our life and, you know, cherish those kind of relationships. But I think like a lot of times we, uh, we don't really value how 
important relationships are in order to, you know, really like build a business, a thriving business is to having the right people by your side, having the right team and mentors, like you mentioned. And uh, also, you uh, I like how you said about being present. And I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with, to really be present and, you know, being focused. And a lot of distraction nowadays that pulls our attention away from what matters. And how is it, what can we do in our daily life? What kind of habits or practices would help us and maybe help you uh, to get to that place where you at peace, nothing bothering you and you really focus and you know what you want. And, you know, it's just, hard to kind of be in that place all the time but with a certain ways or um i guess um practices we can just help ourselves to sustain that kind of place yeah it's it's look at it's it's um it's very difficult uh, and it requires a discipline <clears throat> because you know if all you're doing is is going with the flow every day without a purpose without an end game then you're subjecting yourselves to the vagaries of how you feel at that time. On the other hand, and it goes back to our, our conversation a minute ago about goal setting. What worked really worked for me in my career, for example, was I always had a 24-month objective, not five years, because the reality is a five-year plan never shows up, mm -hmm. right? Five-year plans are a joke. And for anybody out there using them, put them aside. You need a 24-month plan. Why? Because it forces, it's so close to you, it forces you to do something. Mm -hmm. So I'm an execution kind of guy. I mean, it's every day you got to relentlessly execute, implement, do stuff, do stuff. So I had a 24-month career plan. And it started out with, what do you want in 24 months, Roy? What position in the organization do you want? It literally starts out with that precise question. And, and it leads you to the right kind of actions. For example, I had in my head um, that I was going to be the first vice president of marketing in this telecom company uh, under a certain age. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that was in my head on paper. Everything I did, everything I did in retrospect, right? In retrospect was totally aligned with that goal. Okay. Shutting out the noise, you know, selecting people who could help me, who had, had success in being creative marketeers, right? Who had success in being, you know, really good uh, implementers of strategy. Okay. All, all of those factors, which I considered important to achieve my goal, I looked for in other people. So your mentor isn't somebody that's kind of like a cool educated dude. No, that's not what you want. You want somebody who's aligned with your goals. And so I was highly driven. I'm finding that people, Anna, unfortunately, don't have the discipline. And the reason for that is they've never been taught it. Mm. Well, I'm going to teach you. There's a way through the clutter. There's a way through all of this mess out there where you can have peace of mind. And the peace of mind comes with a focused end game, which you may or may not achieve, by the way. I mean, there's a lot of 24-month targets I had that I missed by a little bit. But I tell you, I was way further ahead having missed an objective than not having had an objective at all. Okay? So it's that sort of discipline that people are not used to. And the context, okay, they're not used to because it hasn't been a function 
of their teachings in the past. And that's part of my challenge as an author and a, and a business leader and a, and, a, and, a, and a mentor and consultant is to try and get people okay with a different process. Put the textbook down. That was good. Well, it lasted. But here's a new set of rules operating in the storm of chaos out there that I've discovered really works. How do I know they work? Because I employed them to take a startup to a billion in annual sales. That's how I know they work. You can trust them. You can trust them. They are not easy and they're not comfortable, but they work. And so mm -hmm. I think that's where we kind of got to lead ourselves and our, our friends and our people say, well, why are you Googling something to copy something that's worked for somebody else? Help me understand why that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Copying, copycats are not in this frame of reference. We're looking for people who can create, not copy. So I would say, God, don't, don't look to Google for any solution that's in front of you because all you're going to get is herd thinking. And it makes you one more member of the herd. And so there's little things like that that says, let's try to create. And if we miss it, okay, let's learn from it. Try it again. Oh, we missed it again. Okay. It wasn't the same mistake though, right? So I, and you keep moving things relentlessly forward. And unfortunately, um, there's a lot, people are just, they're not comfortable with that journey. There's so much uncertainty. There's so much uh, chaos. There's so much unpredictability. And yet, to not do it, I submit, puts you at a greater risk than continue to employ the things that worked in the past. We're not living in the past. We're living in an absolutely new set of market dynamics, personal dynamics, social narratives out there that, that are just like creating so much pressure on people. And I get why they get stuck. But I'm here to tell you there's a way to get unstuck. Yes, definitely. And for those who would like to connect with you online and maybe look at your book, how can they find you? So I have a website. It's bedifferentorbedead.com. And I've tried to, so come come visit me. Uh, I've tried to put as many resources in there as I could. I, uh, I have a page that, that talks about each of my seven books that I've written around this whole concept of be different or be dead. Um, and I blog every week on this content, Anna. So it's always, and I've been blogging on this stuff since 2009. So this is not new stuff, okay? It may be to a lot of people, but it for me, and maybe that's one of my failings. I haven't done a good job, you know, promulgating that out there. But there's that. But I also have an email, and I'm really happy to communicate with people on a one-on-one -on -one basis. My email is roy.osing, and you'll probably cover this in your notes anyways, at gmail.com. And I'm really happy to have a conversation with people about this whole journey and what it what you need to do and 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 how how I can help. So please reach out to me. I'm here for you. Yes, and I'll include in show notes as well. And as we close today, what would be the thought for today for our listeners? Be different or be dead. Yes. The full thought is you need to be driven by standing out, not fitting in. You need to be driven by creating new boxes to play in, not extending the existing ones, because the existing ones today that worked yesterday are irrelevant today. The world is changing so fast that if we don't have kind of like that jettison of looking for ways to maneuver in a way that nobody else has, if, we, if we're unable to do that, what worries me is the world suffers. Forget about the individual and what they achieve, but the world needs people to be different. I'm not, again, I'll just underscore this point. I'm not talking about the color of your skin. I'm not talking about the color of your hair. 
I'm not talking about all that stuff. That's not what be different is. What be different is, is figuring out a way to do something that people care about in a way that nobody else does. That is it. It's not narcissism. It's figuring it out in a way that's different that everybody cares about. That's the point. And we need to do more of that because the world is becoming a function of sameness and mediocrity. And I got to tell you, I lose sleep over that. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and wisdom. And I hope you enjoy your day. Thank you. And thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, follow my show and leave me a review. I'd love to hear from you. To check out Intern Store, go to internpodcast.com. Stay tuned.